Hey, this is Romy. And this is Aaron. Thanks for listening to our podcast where we talk all about relationships. Ladies, how guys can break your bed, not your heart. How to attract that partner of your dreams. And heal from the wounds that past relationships have left us with. It's going to be hot. And funny. With real stories to help you get your questions answered. Let's go for a ride. Okay, so we are on tonight because we have some experiences to talk about. We do. Right? (laughs) That's right. Some ridiculous experiences here that Aaron has figured out. I am confused because I love nervous laughter. Um, So, yeah, that's how I handle problems is I just laugh. And then I say I'm confused when really I'm not because I'm not ready to tell somebody off yet. So I just say, oh, I'm really confused about this. I don't know what to do. Right? But you obviously know because you have more knowledge of (laughs) most situations. I don't have all the answers. You don't have all the answers, but you're very knowledgeable in tons of areas. So um, you tell everybody what happened with a certain said someone this week. You want me to tell your story? No, yours, (laughs) right? (laughs) As to what happened, and then I will tell mine, and we're going to get to the bottom of this, hopefully for millions of people that are dealing with this same situation in this very moment, right? That's exactly right. So you tell yours. I'm happy to do it. So first off, I just want to let everybody know, like me laughing is not nervous laughter. No, that's I'll me. let you know. I know, but I st- I will laugh when I'm nervous, but that's not usually the case. It's just usually because I, I love what Romy says, and hopefully you guys do too. Um, this this story, hopefully you guys can um, relate, and not just guys, but hopefully you women can as well. So uh, what happened was I had engaged with this person, oh gosh, it's probably been a month ago, and we hit it right off. We had, we had great conversations and everything and um i'm trying to remember exactly what happened but for whatever reason oh i asked a question i was like hey it'd be great to be able to set up something you know set up a date and the response came back radio silence (laughs) nothing we're talking like two weeks and um i this is important. That's something that I've learned, and hopefully it'll help you guys as well. Like, self-love is a matter of holding boundaries, not just with other people, but with yourself. And if you're wanting to attract the right individual of the opposite sex, or if you're you know, of the same sex, that, that is what it is too. But if you want to attract that type of person to the level that you want to be, you have to be able to match energy. It's called the law of reciprocity. And so I said to myself, I'm like, I'm not contacting her. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to go on social media and look at her stuff. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to wait for it. And I did. And those two weeks rolled by. And lo and behold, she came right back and she said, I am so sorry. I've been going through all these things. And it would be great to be able to pick up where we left off. Um, And I said, that'd be awesome. Like, what do you have plans this weekend? She's like, I don't really have any plans. I'm just kind of waiting to see what, you know, what's out there. What's, what's going on with everyone? Hmm. Right? Right. And so then I was like, well, you know, I was planning on doing this tonight, but here's a couple options that we could do if you're interested. And I don't usually give lame options, I don't think. 
maybe I do. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't like, like, let's stare out the window. Fishing pictures on (laughs) Tinder. You're like, couldn't be hotter. Right. (laughs) Like, let me help you please. Cause that just doesn't do it for women. Guys growing these huge beards out. No offense. They get food in them. They're dirty. I don't know what else is (laughs) going on in there. If it's not groomed properly and some are not. Yeah. They grow these huge beards out. They're just rascally all over their face, right? And we're expected to swoon. If it's a beard that's trimmed and like awesome, different, right? Yeah. It's kind of similar. You don't want to find Sorry. dead bodies in someone's beard. No, right? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you give lame date options. We're going to explore uh, yeah. what the options were. Totally. When you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to do it now. So no, one of the options, I mean, this is a first date, right? And I, you have to be sensitive to the woman. Um, in the sense that maybe she's had experiences where it's been scary. And so the idea of like just going and getting coffee or whatever, where you're meeting up. So even presenting, like I knew that going in where it was like, we don't know a lot about each other. So maybe rather than me picking you up, let's figure out something that we can do together. And if it, if it goes well, then I've got this other activity planned. And that's how I presented it. You always do that though. No, I don't. You don't? No. If I have an actual phone conversation or a FaceTime conversation or whatever with the actual individual, it's a matter of trust. It's And you can feel it from that individual. No, I was giving it as a compliment. Oh, like I feel like thanks. you always are just like, let's do a simple one just to make sure. And then I have a plan B, oh. <laughs> like a 1B, yeah. right? When stuff goes well. Right. And then if not, we'll just take the 1B out and end at the 1A. Well, let's just but say that, that a majority. Oh, thank you. I think a majority of the time, it just because of the culture that we're in and everything that goes on, like it, it is a lot safer to have that type of an option. Right. In that situation, that's what it felt. That's what felt right. right. And so I did that. I said, "Hey, we could we could start with dinner because it's going to be later in the day. You don't want to have coffee at like 8 p.m." So, w- well, that's right. Like support <laughs> at any time, right? <laughs> but I'm just saying that like that was that was the approach. Yeah. And the activity, like I said, you know, we can go on an electric scooter, sunset scooter ride around the lake. I'm Hope, down. Hopefully that's Always not down. like a crappy experience, right? Or, you know, another option. I'm trying to remember what the other option was, but it wasn't crappy either. Who would not want to go on a scooter ride? <clears throat> anyway, don't get me started on but the, scooters. But but the point being that like it wasn't this and this and this and this or this and this and this and this. It was like, let's do something simple. You can meet up. If I'm not a jerk, if I'm not a crazy person and you actually enjoy my company, then here's something else that we can do. So you had, you know that I'm actually care about you, that I'm planning something, yeah. but at the same time, it's easy. So what happened? And so. Because <laughs> those are not lame options. No. And, 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 well presented. and well, even to, this is me patting myself on the back, but one of the things that I mentioned, because she says like, um, no, 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 I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. Her response was. Oh my gosh, like, I think I'm just going to stay home tonight. Like, it's been a crazy week. I'm really stressed. Uh, I, I, I just don't know if it's going to work tonight. And she has a great voice, by the way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, I'm loving this. Right? I can totally do that. I can like, totally oh do that. Oh my gosh. No, but the, the, I mean, and she's probably an amazing woman. She probably is, and she just maybe have had a bad day or whatever. And, and I know, like, in the moment, you know, it could be like, oh, like, I'd love to go do this. And all of a sudden your kid does something stupid or crazy. And then, and then you're like, oh, I can't take it. I don't want to do anything now. And so that could have been it. You, that's just one thing. But 
I always like to look at it from other people's potential perspectives. Mm-hmm. So it's not just me coming down on someone. But the reality was, is her reply back to that, I did something that I learned of myself that I had not necessarily retract, but I, I did have to correct. And so my reply to her was, look, it can be super simple. We can just do dinner. And that would help you because then it would take the stress out of actually making dinner tonight. Okay. And then if it's great from there, then we can go from there. That's all that I said. And then I waited like, I waited just a few minutes and it didn't sit well with me. And so then all of a sudden I was like, no, Aaron, what are you doing? You're going into a chasing mode. She said, no, not tonight. Are you like, is she like the queen? No. (laughs) And who are you? Right. Not in your house. No. And so I I just, I, I, you know, with empathy, right? I actually came back and I just said, without her saying anything, I just said, honestly, like, my, like I need to take back what I said. I said, you told me that you didn't want to do it tonight, and, and that's fine. Um, but I'm not honoring myself by, you know, trying to offer this other reason to go on a date with me. And I said, when you're in a position and feel like you're ready to actually go on a date, then let's talk. And she gave me the little love emoji. And, and so to kind of kick things off, like that's where we're starting is we're, we're in a world of people, you know, when we talk about dating, we're, we're in a world of people that want connection without commitment. We're in a world of people that haven't done the inner work, but that desperately, desperately want someone else to fix them. Mm, with. And, and the thing is, is like, they may not say that. I mean, it'll never come across as them wanting other someone to fix them, but they want to be filled up by things outside of them. And, you know, it, it, was, it was awesome to be thought of that she reached out, but it actually hurt more. And to spin it, for guys or for girls, we're, we're lacking honesty and accountability with ourselves. Like I, like I said, even in that text conversation, I was not being honest with myself because I know it's not about deserving. I am worthy of someone that will step up and commit. And that doesn't have to be for marriage, but to at least go on a date. Yeah. And as someone that's not ridiculous, that hasn't acted like a douchebag, that is presenting possible options that don't sound just boring and they actually put some effort into the thought of it, I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at. That's where I'm kicking things off. I like that because I just um, took a bunch of notes. Oh. So that I wouldn't forget. Cool. Of things that I think will help people. Yeah. Just from your story. Oh, thank you. Okay. Because I know that you are not the only person dealing with this situation. Right. Millions of other people do every day. Myself included just last week. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And you and I are of a high caliber person right? We do a lot of things to always self-improve ourselves. And so it's not even about our successes in business. It's not about our looks on the outside, even though all of that is intact. Um, It's just about how are we showing up every day to improve, right? To, to work on things and to, to grow as a human being. So take out all of the other material things, right? And just like, who do we want to be as a person? 
who do you want to be, Joe Dirt, when Jesus comes back? <laughs> okay? That's what we're working on right That's now, right? right? So um, I took some notes here because I just didn't want to forget. I feel like there's a red flag that you would have never recognized because you give people the benefit of the doubt, not in a bad way, as you should. Mm. Why wouldn't we? If we're all walking around on this earth just like, no, that didn't sound right. <laughs> we are the crazy ones, mm-hmm. not them. Okay? So there was a red flag uh, I felt from her in the beginning. Um, oh, yeah, that sounds great in her voice. And then, <laughs> right? <laughs> I've never met her, so I don't know, but that's funny. Um, she probably sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably no. lucky. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I feel like all of a sudden it was non-committal. It went from committal, right, to like, yeah, that's awesome. And then these are my words, not yours. But and then all of a sudden non-committal, like, yeah, just checking it out, just seeing what's happening tonight with everyone. Okay, so all of a sudden you're just seeing what's happening tonight with everyone. And then in the next sentence, yeah, I think I'll just stay home though. Okay, so how do we go from, yes, Aaron, I'd love to, just checking it out with everyone, I'm just going to chill at home. Mm-hmm. In how long was this conversation? Uh, <laughs> you mean in characters on a text? Yeah. I don't know. A couple minutes. pages? Yeah, 20 minutes. Right? Yeah. So you see the, yeah. the WTF here? Oh, totally. Right? Obviously you do. Um, <laughs> I was talking to the, right? the, the audience, audience. <laughs> like Aaron knows. Um, but yeah, I found that so interesting that, okay, so we, do we act super hypersensitive and red flags everywhere? Mm. I never want to live that way. No. I literally want to live a, a life full of just love. And then if I get screwed over, shoot. Mm. If I get screwed over again by the same person, shit. Right. And then if I get a third one, shame on me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to live a life of, I'm not going to go out with you because you could potentially hurt me. That's a red flag that you just said there. Because mm-hmm. I hope people don't do that to me. Right. You have bad days. You have emotional stuff. You have all these weird things that can change everything every day. Right? Yeah. So I don't want people to do that to me either. But if we looked at this mm-hmm. in a 20 minutes time span, you're getting it, right? Totally. And then it's just like, goodness like up down oh uh, uh. Mm-hmm. and so that right there is the question why why is this happening on a bigger scale mm-hmm. not just to Aaron not just to Romy why is this happening on a bigger scale every day mm-hmm. to millions of high caliber candidates mm-hmm. and they are seriously sitting there as well cuz they're my friends yeah. and it's happening to them as well sure people we know right yep Totally. And we're all sitting around at some point thinking, you know, having fun conversations of laughter with these things. Yeah. Like, what in the hell is going on here? Ha, yeah. ha, ha. Yeah. So what's your answer? You're the life coach. <laughs> Honestly. Like, what do you feel? Yeah. Now that I've explained that. No, I, and this is, so just so that listeners understand, and you know this from me, like, I do a ton of self-reflection. Always. When it comes to this stuff, I am very analytical with myself because I am always wanting to improve. But at the same time, like I, I know that I'm not alone. Like you pointed out, 
there's two quick things I want to mention. Yeah. Like surface level, most people will say, well, the real problem is that everyone has all these options and especially with social media, like, or get in a lot of women, they get bombarded. Like I can do option A or B tonight. Oh, let me think. You know, like yeah. it's, it's that easy for them to change their minds because everything is just spoon fed that way. In many cases, in some cases it's not. The other thing that I will mention is like, and this is, this is the real part of it. You cannot control social media. You cannot control what that other person, the opposite sex is going to do with their night. What you can control is yourself. And this, to me, this instance has been a, a, almost a test of what do you really want, Aaron? You say that you're a high caliber person. You say that you're wanting a 10 because you are a 10. Well, start acting like it. Was I acting like that in that 20 minute conversation? No, I wasn't. I had to correct myself in that one point. I think for everything else, I pretty much was. But that, I think, is the big part. She said no, and you were negotiating. Yes. Not in a creepy way, but just like, totally. yeah, but we can, yep. instead of like, cool. Yeah. And there's two ways to think of doing that, right? Like, right. peace out, yeah. yo. Yeah. People love doing that. Crap, I know. Right? That's not you. That's not. Right? So you just say, I understand. Yeah. The, ener- the energy of a 10 is all about love, but it's all about self-love and those boundaries, right? Yeah. And so I did not energetically attract the the person that was the 10 we're talking to someone that's probably a five at at that point in their lives right then and so we can think of ourselves of having the potential of a 10 because we see it in ourselves but are we living it and i was not at that point and i think that's the biggest part like if we really really want to attract that person that is going to commit that does see the beauty in us we have to see that in ourselves we have to be the ones to commit to the boundaries that we hold and what we feel like we're worthy of and that, to me, is the best way for us to be able to attract that type of person and have the commitment that we're looking for. See, folks, I knew he would have the answer. <laughs> and he says it much more glamorous than me, so it's good he talked. Whatever. Because apparently all women sound like that. No, they don't. Um, okay, moving along with these questions, because we handled that one so good, so let's see if we can test him here. Just kidding. Um, I want to hear your story. Oh, I have plenty. Uh, <laughs> which one? Um, okay. So let's do a real funny real quick here. Like I said, I wrote some notes and I just love that he shared this because that's just too fun. Um, when people invite me to dinner, mm. so I do have a slight bit of, and I don't mean to sound this disrespectfully to people who are really actually handling this situation. Um, ADD, yeah. ADHD of the brain. Okay, call it hyperactive. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. I've never been tested. Maybe I actually do, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have an artistic brain, so it's usually all over the place. Yeah. It's uh, organized to some degree, but it's usually all over the place, just create a flow all the time, you know, thinking of things. But I always think different. Yeah. Right? My friend Erin in St. George, she says, You have a point of view that's never dull. And I tease her and I say, You never said it was a good one, <laughs> right? She just said it was never dull, yeah. right? Uh, she even bought me a poster that says that on there for my birthday. So now I'm reminded all the time, just in case I forgot. So for me, when people ask me out, um, dinner is scary for me. Mm. I don't like eating in front of guys. Mm-hmm. I'm 40 mm-hmm. and I shouldn't care. Mm-hmm. I have to go on at least one date to be like, okay, now we can go do food truck. Oh, got it. Right? Mm-hmm. Downtown, Salt Lake, yeah. midnight. 
Yeah. I'm eating four. So don't <laughs> judge me. Right? That's right. Right? If I get cilantro on my teeth, that's cool. Just let me know. Be a good dude like that. Okay? Yeah, exactly. But on the first date, I kind of always need an exit. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, I always need to drive there to make sure. These are just lessons that I've learned, too, because of scary dates. Yeah. But I always have to just, of course, meet someone there. So I always have an exit plan. Mm-hmm. Right? Um but dinner to me is, it's a heavy commitment. Yeah. I always think like I'll eat at home and then, you know, mm-hmm. like we could do something a little less at first. Yeah. And then just naturally, if you just don't want to leave, yeah. right? I was married for a long time. And when I first went on a date with him, I met him in St. George on the boulevard, literally at 20 years old. Wow. Right. And I met him. And he just never left. Mm. And several years later, we were married yeah. still, right? And so I think if it just works, it's not so much the activity, yeah, right? And you're right. You don't want to you meet me for coffee because that doesn't sound cheesy. And then meet me for a drink. Everyone's drinking. And like, you know, I like to drink. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, everyone does these things. So Aaron, as the person I know, is more creative, <laughs> in uh, date planning sure because he just wants something a little more authentic right which i think is fabulous because guys that approach me with more authentic uh dates right i'm more likely to say yeah hell yeah i don't want to miss out on that even if i don't like you right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um but yeah maybe skip the the dinner, the dinner. and the skydiving just throwing that out yeah, there. yeah skydiving right? that's a tough one we don't want to get food in our teeth on the first date Aww. we want to talk to you we you don't get bugs like, in your teeth onions and then be like hi great right exactly. for me no i think most I think women a lot of way. chicks love dinner but for me it's just a big commitment for like a two-hour dinner mm. to sit there and yeah. if it's not working i can't leave yeah it just makes me anxious yeah and so that i mean that's a great point to put out too yeah it just could have been that signal right there she could have been feeling bad about herself for whatever reason i mean there's so many assumptions you go to because you said dinner is what i don't know <laughs> right but no, i'm just but that's saying a as a point like yeah, totally. first date dinner might be heavy yeah maybe not maybe i'm the only one that thinks that but i want to hear your opinion um what changed from beginning to end like literally what do you feel changed in her mind or in the situation i don't feel like you were weird pushy aggressive yeah creepy nothing played into that okay i nothing was weird sure Uh, it was just a normal transaction right (laughs) normal interaction yeah so what do you think honestly changed from beginning to end we got the first text and then the end text so when you'd rather go to when she picked up yeah to go out do you know what i mean yeah um That's if she listens to, to this, like, I know, but I, I, if she listens to this, like, she'll know I'm talking about her. Um, that's the thing. That's, that's okay. We didn't use your name. Okay. <laughs> we all have situations. All right. right? So the little bit of backstory, right? I'm not, a, I'm not one of those guys that creepily stalks someone, but I do care, right? <laughs> but I do care to know the people that, that I'm interacting with. I have lit- limited amount of time, especially for dating. And so if I'm going to invest my time in you, I have to differentiate myself, but I also want to be authentic. So I want to know about who you are as a person. So yes, I'm going to check out your Instagram or I'm going to check out your Facebook, whatever's not creepy. 
But I like what Facebook stock. We can Facebook stock. That is not creepy. Right. No, I want to see angles of pictures so that I know what's happening. (laughs) Which filters are going on? Yes. Yeah. Right. I want to see all of these things. By the way, from dating apps, this is one thing for women to totally pay attention to. Like, this is my perception outside as a guy, right? But I see so many. If you're a curvier girl, if you're a bigger girl, you've got to own it and show full body pics. I've seen so many women that have beautiful faces but are a little bigger. And they're and so they don't ever show that side. And guys will take that on as a catfish, plus you are presenting yourself in a way that isn't your true essence. It isn't your true beauty. You have to own it. Because at the end of the day, you want someone that's going to love you as you are without changing anything. Anyway, I'm leading with that because... Full body pics, folks. Full body pics. At least one. At least one. And don't make it the last one because then it really shows you. You are telling a story with your pictures. Because if you put it at the very last, it's kind of like, I don't love myself. I want you to see all these other parts of me, but I don't want you to see this. So anyway, that's just, and that's a subconscious thing as guys are swiping. Like, it's not about trying to they catch a fish. Body. We want to, we, well, that's the thing. It's, it's like, just, it's a visual, visual app. It's a visual app. And so just, just know going in that like you may have few, fewer guys reaching out, but it's better to have higher quality guys that will match you. Versus just a ton of guys that in the end are wasting your time. Fair. So I say that because I did go on Instagram with this for this girl. Okay. And she it did an amazing job. I guess like was it seven, eight years ago? She was a bigger girl. And she had worked so hard, so hard. And, and she looks fabulous now. And it just so happened, I believe, the day that she interacted with me on her Instagram her story, she posted this story about her um, experience with acne. And so like her view of herself, like her her image of herself, physical image of herself. She posted this on Instagram. She did. So this is not something you're sharing private no, information of. No, no, no. She posted it for public. Exactly. Okay. But, but my point being that like when we're talking about like how it may have changed from the start to the end, the same day that she was talking about her problem, if you will, or her challenge with acne is the same day that she reached out to me. So the vi- idea of self-image and you talk about even dinner, like it hadn't occurred to me that that could be a big commitment to her, especially if it was like weight loss, you know, like the idea of like going out with a guy and she just worked on herself a ton that way. And then she has the stuff back, you know, like I think that that had some play into how she interacted with me is what I'm saying. But from start to finish, I think what really changed um, was just like she checked herself. She wanted something. She checked herself, realized that she wasn't ready. And so she had to pull back because it scared her. Okay. And, yeah, I don't think there was anything on my part that made it no, creepy. It or, yeah. But I do think that I do think that like, yeah. I'm sure she's an amazing girl, but she wasn't ready. And I think that's, to me, that's the big thing. It's just like, how do you know when you are ready to date then? Because women inherently, especially when we're not interacting face-to-face like we did in the good old days, you go to some place, you meet somebody, and you kick it off from there. Like, there's so many other walls and variables that you got to consider. And so how does a woman especially feel safe enough to actually move forward to that next phase. Anyway, I'm. I love that. 
Hmm. That, propo that proposes? Is that a good Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, a good question, right? How do you know you're ready to date? Yeah. And we could talk about it now. It can be a totally separate 10-year podcast <laughs> episode, yeah, right? Totally because good. so many people are on dating apps. Yeah. They, they don't even take a breath, right? We don't even take a breath. Mm -hmm. We get broken up with or we do the breaking up with and it's like there's not even a full one of those and we're back downloading the apps because we've got to see what's out there. Yeah. Right? Guilty is charged a few times in my life. Well, Guilty is charged and I know why I do it. Yeah. Curiosity, um, building self-esteem, mm -hmm. which is a terrible way, but seriously, yeah. like seeing what I can, you know, uh, lonely, bored. I mean, we can go into the whole skew of, right? Yeah. But the point is our hearts physiologically are not designed to turn over that fast. Mm -hmm. So just because our minds are like, let's see what's out there. <laughs> out of all of those things I mentioned, our hearts have not caught up. Yeah. And so eventually you're going to just be like, shoot. Mm -hmm. Like if you acknowledge seriously, you could be on a date with somebody and you could just be like, I just realized like this isn't good and it has nothing to do with the other person. Yeah. I am so not ready, <laughs> like, you know, at all. And what did I do? But I think that's an important point to make, Romy, is there is this balance. You can stay in that fear-based mindset for even years. I've, I've known women that have not like dated for a year or two simply for that reason. Because of fear, not Because healing. of fear. Well, it could be for both. Okay. And that's, and that's the distinguishing thing that I want to make point of is just the fact that like you went and tested the waters. It wasn't that fear was driving you away. It was fear that you were acknowledging. And then you were saying, but is this really me? Am I healed or is this, in the, is this just fear or is this some more work that I need to do? And you found out once you were actually in the waters. One of the, one of the wisest people that I know told me one time, she, she said, you know, one of the easiest ways to get over somebody is to get under somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the reality is, Grandma. <laughs> oh my God. but all I can, all I can say is, is that when there is a need for us to be able to connect and that is inherent, whether you're healing or like, whether, you know, you, if you're like a year into your healing journey or if you're just on day one and, and it's, it's easier. I, th I don't think it's easier. It's different for women. I believe because they can have so many of those needs met through other women. Whereas with a guy, we, we are wired and programmed to be with a woman. And when that is not there, it all of a sudden becomes a test of how are we doing with our own self-love? And on both sexes sides, my opinion is, is that you got to do the work, but at some point early or later in that process, you fully knowing that you are full of fear, embracing that fear and taking a step forward and then finding out where you're truly at. Cause that's the only way you're going to know. I love that point. Yeah. I love that point. Cause you can sit in your house, mm -hmm. right? Healing, right? Reading books, doing the checklist going to therapy, doing all the things like we talk about all the time, right? Yeah. However you heal from a broken heart totally. relationship, however you do that, right? Yeah. 
going on hikes, whatever you need to do. And those are all healthy things, wonderful things. Yeah. I usually do all of them, <laughs> and they're beautiful to incorporate in your life. Um, it does take all of those things to help. It does. But I think, <laughs> and Aaron's so good about this, he goes hiking and meditating all the time and just by himself. <laughs> he just gets so centered and amazing and does beautiful videos and hopefully <laughs> he shares all of them. Um, but I don't get quiet enough. Mm. You know, there's so much going on that I have a hard time like carving out time. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll be in the morning, you know, okay, I'm going to take half an hour. I'm going to drink this cup of coffee mm -hmm. and enjoy my morning. And then the dogs will jump on my bed, spill the hot coffee all over <laughs> me. So that creates a pattern interrupt, not in a good way. And I have to get up and, you know, my chest is burned from coffee. And then I have to grab a rag and clean it and then assess the situation. Anyway, you know, yeah. and I'm just like, no, I, I was meditating, right? Mm -hmm. I was literally praying. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, oh, the dogs start barking because somebody's outside on the trail, right? Oh, ah. And so I have a hard time carving out these moments of silence for reflection. Yeah. But when I do, and you know this more than anyone, mm -hmm. right? You teach this. Right. There's nothing else. It's all about, you always say this to me. It's all about intention. It is. You can find information in books. You can find a hug and love from friends. Yeah. They will guide you right on through that heartbreak. Yeah. Thank God for them. Right. Right, right. right on through but unless you find time by yourself to ask yourself, why am I not actually happy? Why am I not actually healing? Why is this not working? Why am I not doing a you know, dream job? Whatever. Yeah. You'll never figure it out. Well, and, and something else to mention, like observing the opposite sex. Mm -hmm. it, and this, fortunately and unfortunately, a lot of times like kids when they come into the picture – in a divorce situation, especially, the woman is usually with the kids the most. Right. And and so what, hap what can happen is that a lot of times we, we have, whether it's a guy in his business or whether it's a woman with the children, we, we tend to gravitate towards things that we're safe that we know are going to be around, right? Mm -hmm. And so you can invest fully in your kids, and there's nobody that would ever say that's a wrong thing to do. You know what I mean? Right. Or, or at work, like, oh, no, you're being a provider? Like, whatever. Like, that's amazing. Good job. Keep doing that. Work really hard, whatever. But the reality is it's not – and it is about intention. But when we say that you've got to – that you have to look within, if you truly want to be in a space where you can feel complete, not whole, complete, you need to have – you need to have that love from the, a partner. And – the only way to be able to do that, to foster that, is, like you say, to be alone. And it's not about being selfish. You cannot pour from an empty cup. And so when you are with your kids, that's awesome. And if you are with them 100% of the time because you had a deadbeat and a father for them, that's unfortunate. But even if you were to take 10 minutes intentionally before they wake up or after they go to bed for you to answer those questions you will be so much further ahead. Yeah, it and doesn't need a ton of time. We already have so much to do, right? You exactly. got the gym and the dinners and all the stuff, right? Yeah. It literally is just intention. You yeah. use that word so often. Yeah. And it's so true. 
Like that's how you will literally heal yourself. Yeah. It's, it's not about checking all those boxes. Yeah. I like reading. Yeah. You love hiking. I don't go by myself because I find it quite dangerous. <laughs> I don't have a gun yeah. for animals and things, you know? So, sure. But when I can find someone to go hiking with like tomorrow morning, um, mm-hmm. I like it. You know, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And you go by yourself, which is cool. But yeah, I, I like doing all of those box checkers because I like doing those things. I love to read and do all of those things. Um, and they'll build self-esteem. But I just think like there's there's other things, like we already have the answers inside of us. Right. Just like our bodies tell us through dis-ease. Yes. Right? Just like that. Yeah. Our bodies will already tell us we're unhappy about something. Mm-hmm. If you start asking the questions to your body already, why is this happening? Why do I have a stomach ache? Why? You already have the answers inside of you. And if you literally take, you know, five to ten minutes to, of intention, mm-hmm. as you say, um, to ask why to your body, why am I having this dis-ease in my body? It will tell you. You're exactly right. It will come right to your brain. Yeah. And call it God, whatever you want, right? It all works together. And it will tell you why. One quick thing to mention here, though, Romy, like most of us, to be honest, we don't want to know the answer. Fair. That that right there is number one. So many people will cope with so many other things not just because they're easy like yeah i can feel so much better about myself by going to the gym and that takes a lot of my time or i can just take a small amount of time and do this thing right here that causes me to look at my inner wounds and there's unfortunately like we we talk about you know it seems like they're just buzzwords nowadays where it's like we do talk about healing all the time you know, or we're, we're always talking about, you know, just like narcissists or there's, there's just all these buzzwords broken. that are being thrown, broken. Yeah. Right. And, and the reality is, is just that we're not taking time to look within it's projection of everything around us. We're just human is what we are. Yeah. We're none of those things. Right. We're just human. We're just human. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so on this list that I wrote, I think people, and I want to hear your opinion on this. Um, I think a lot of people mistake relationships to, maybe that's the wrong way to say it, but, um, I don't think we start out in a relationship searching for, um, we just go on a date. Yeah. We just go on a date. Yep. We go hang out with someone. We don't know what's going to happen. Right. So we don't know that it's going to transpire into something or not be something. We don't know. So we go on a date and we are filled with hope <laughs> and this could be the one if you are there or I'm so excited just to get dressed up for a Friday night just to yeah. have somewhere to go, somewhere fun, something to do. Mm-hmm. Everyone's in different places, right? So whatever the reason is, you go on these dates and then you fast forward, right? Like however long, doesn't matter. Just fast forward a certain amount of time and you're in this relationship and all of a sudden you're lonely, (laughs) right? You're, you're lonely or alone. Mm -hmm. Um, those two words keep coming to me. Yeah. Right. Why people stay in situations that shouldn't have progressed past even a first or second date. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden we start getting in, not that fast, but within a month, two months, it gets really bad when years start passing, (laughs) but people are staying in this comfort of having somebody 
not the right person, but just, yeah, yeah, I guess I could see myself with them Yeah. instead of like, I have literally waited my whole life to find somebody like this. Yes. Right. And I'm, I'm in it to win it with yeah. this one person. Cause there's nobody else that could replace them. Not just I'm lonely yeah. and I need somewhere to go on a Friday night. Do you get what I'm saying? Totally I'm not making a whole lot of sense, but, um, we didn't start this way in the relationship and then it starts getting comfortable. You get in this comfort zone and then all of a sudden you don't know how you could live life without them. Literally. Right. 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 There's some people that's why, the reason why they saying, can't break I'm up. I'm so lonely. I'm so lonely. And I just want people to know the difference. And I'm working on this too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, between lonely and alone. Mm-hmm. Because if you are a person like me and I was to walk around and say, I'm so lonely all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm just so lonely. That's actually quite insulting to all the people that check on me every day and my friends that love me so much and my brother, right? That's quite insulting. I'm not without love or, you know? Yes, but I also think that there's some, you know, to your credit, sometimes we use words to express things within us that may mean a little bit different. Okay. Right. So you saying that you're lonely to someone that's been checking on you, like they can take that personally, but it may not even be about that. It might be the fact that like you wanted a certain type of connection that you, that you long for, that you're not able to receive from that very person. That's what I'm saying though. The difference between being lonely and alone. Right. So if I tell my friend like, yeah, I'm just alone. And I wish I had someone. Right. Right. Yeah, me too. You know, totally. put us down for two in case we want <laughs> first. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> put us down for four in case we want second. No. <laughs> but that's that's the difference, yeah, right? And the lonely and the alone is coming with self love right. and you know, self worth and those types of things. But um, I'm not there. Yeah. I'm definitely not there. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm on the right track. Let's just say that. With all my box checking and all my, you know, yeah. like trying to fig- navigate through this life, right. um, I hope I'm on the right track. But I'm just one of those that's so blessed to have tons of people in my life, you know, not all the time, but I have lots of friends in different places that just check on me and we care about you, Romy. How are you doing? How are you healing? How are you doing this thing? You know, all of these things, yourself included. Yeah. Um, so I don't feel lonely. Right anymore but i am still alone and seeking and yearning for at 40 years old as a red-blooded woman sure companionship and sex yeah you know yeah. like that's part of it yeah. and i yearn for that right i do um a lot you know but yeah. i don't want to make the wrong decision just to have somebody totally right that could happen all the time yeah, there two quick things to bring up too. Like this goes back to that law of reciprocity. You don't give out more energy than you are receiving if you truly want to be the 10 that is attracting a 10, yeah. right? Yeah. The other thing that you just mentioned, you know, having all these people check on you, for the listeners out there, be that person to check on other people. Always. Because when you do that, it's the same law. Yeah. You want more people to be doing that for you, you do that for them. And I usually get people in my mind like during yeah. the day. Um, and it doesn't take a long time. Like right. if you do have a busy day, yeah. you can literally just, you know, send a quick text. 
Not always. So if you have a little more time in another time, since something a little more meaningful than that, right? Exactly. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm constantly asking in the morning, God, to show me like who would need me today. Mm-hmm. And you're always so good about this. Like you pick up, you know, True. when I just need to hear something, <laughs> you know, even whenever. I don't know. You're just so in tune. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. and so I'll just check on certain people right. every day, right? And just let them know. And that's so important. It's so valuable. Yeah. And it still doesn't fill those holes. And so going back to like, you know, what, like, what do you do if you're stuck in that place where it's like, well, I don't even know. I, I feel broken, right? Broken. We feel, use that word. I feel broken. I, I don't know if I could ever trust a man or I don't know if I could ever trust a woman, whatever it is. And like, if I, like the moment that you start putting yourself out there like i had a girl just this last week it's so funny i have all these experiences (laughs) but i had this girl that like i'd been talking to for probably three months you know and we just been we just been conversing she's an amazing woman by the way and natural healer we had a lot of things in common that way and um she got out of a relationship she told me that i was going to be the first one that she would let know that she would i wasn't (laughs) oh (laughs) but there's a there's a red flag right um, you found this out. Well, I did. Huh. I did. I can't remember how. It wasn't like in a bad way. It wasn't anything like that. But it was just interesting that it, it might have even been like a divine thing because there may have been some words that I shared or that she shared with me that we, either of us needed to learn from. But um, what was interesting was I, and I like granted, I knew that she was now single, but she told me, she said, I am going to need some time for healing before I consider dating anybody. And which made complete sense. That's what we're talking about. This is why this is relevant. So then just a couple of days ago, I was on a dating app and I saw her profile. No. (laughs) I'm like, you just told me that you are not going to be dating anybody. And then you put this out there, right? She really is. She did. She she did. No, this is what we were talking about at the beginning. The, the, and this is a, a spiritual healer. That's heal. a she that should be super advanced. Granted, like she's had like the best energy for a woman that I've like probably top three in my life that I've met. So like anything that she says, I do take it face value. You cannot lie about that stuff. That she, it was just yeah. It's not about even chemistry or anything like that because it was more platonic anyway when we first met. Right. But it's just incredible. So. She, her, her reply was, yeah, my friend said that it might help if I, you know, put my dating profile out. I know that that's now a mistake. So going back to your point of like going on a date and realizing that, oh, this is not right. Retreat, retreat. I need an exit strategy. Did she get off? I don't know that. You don't know. Yeah. But I, but I do know that like, at least in her reply, it gave the indication that she got off and that's great. Good for her. Like I'm not. And technically, I'm, she doesn't owe you anything, right? No. You'll be the first one to know. <laughs> it's like, well, either way, right? Like, yeah. Life's so unpredictable. But but that's the other thing either too. Way. Like regardless of where you're at in this journey, whether you are rebounding or whether you are really truly wanting to be with a partner, the th- I think it's also really important that you trying to be kind to someone i'm not saying that that's what her intent was to just be kind to me with no intention of actually letting me know that she was single i think she actually meant what she said but that is so important for both sexes and i know know that like this is 
Generally speaking, this is a big flaw that I've seen in women. Men have 10 times. I know we have tons of flaws, but I do want to point this out. We say things like, I, I can't, I, the, you don't, it's not in your character to necessarily be mean. And so there's the, we'll say things that are kind, but the guy takes it as, like in that case, if it weren't true, where she said, you'll be the first person to know. If she didn't have true intentions and she was just trying to be kind, she's only dishonoring herself. Yeah. She's only hurting herself. And in fact, that will put you back in your healing journey 10 times farther than reading 10 of the newest books that are out there on self-development. Yeah. It's, it really is about saying what you mean and meaning what you say and holding boundaries. doesn't mean you have to be perfect. If you end up on a date with somebody because you thought there was chemistry and you realize that you weren't ready for it in that moment, then you need to let them know. And if you do that, you're honoring them and you're honoring yourself more importantly. And that will help you because then you'll feel like you are in more control for when the right person does come along. You'll be able to say what you want. You'll be able to say what you need. Yeah, I love that. Because it is communication, right? We don't need to go around and tell a bunch of people like what they want to hear. Uh, it's very unfair. Very unfair. I had the same experience, right? Um, a guy asked me out the other day. I've been talking to him for a while. And um, just because we go to a certain place that's the same. And he, he, we just connect, like communication-wise, you know? We just connect. And so we've had several conversations, deep, you know, conversations at these places. And he finally just said, can I have your number so we can go just hang out, you know, even as friends? And I was like, yeah, that's cool. And he finally said, after another week and a half or two, he finally said, so when do you want to go out? <laughs> and, you know, do you want to go out this weekend? Yeah. And I was like, yes, absolutely. Okay, I'll be in touch. And then he wasn't. Uh, I didn't ask him, right. you know, for his number. Mm-hmm. He did. Mm-hmm. Step one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, I dig you. Yes. Yep. Step two. When, when <laughs> do you want to go out this weekend? Yes, sure. (laughs) And then he's like, cool, be in touch. Nothing. Um, And then so I had to call him on it Mm -hmm. because I just don't take that shit lightly, right? Uh, No, (laughs) not on my time, son. Not on my time, okay? So I just told him. Like, I'm very confused. (laughs) I don't know the games. I don't know how they're played because I don't use them, (laughs) you know? So I'm very confused like this about this, to be honest. And you don't have to go out with me. I never asked you to do any of this stuff, right? I'll be fine either way. Like, let's just be friends still. Like, it's fine, you know? If I see you, I see you. And all of a sudden it was, I'm just not sure I'm ready. And okay, why did we not know this before, like, you know, the how many years he had time to think about this before asking me out and asking for my phone number, Yeah. right? Why is it always after a person steps up and says, yes, commitment accepted? Mm-hmm. Why is it always then that all of a sudden we have discovered that we need healing and we need to go on a self journey, <laughs> right, to Russia Anyway, and (laughs) right, like (laughs) Thailand, something fancy, right? And to figure all these things out. 
I know where I'm at. Yeah. I know where I'm at today. Yep. I'm going to be reminded of it when I put my feet on the ground tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to take a bunch of, um, you know, cause a big train wreck in the process. Well, and I think if I'm not ready to say yes to what they proposed to me, then it would have been a no. They would have never got my phone number. They would have never, right? And he said, let's just go hang out at karaoke as friends. Mm -hmm. That I'm comfortable with. Mm -hmm. If he would have said, hey, you want to go to Vegas? (laughs) I know a great spot to get married. I would have had to say, (laughs) no, I'm not ready. But he said, can I just get your phone number? And we can go to karaoke just as friends. And I love talking to this cat like I do. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yes, that is in my comfort zone. All of a sudden, haven't even gone out for karaoke still. And we are unraveling already, right? Exactly. And I'm like, okay, so how can this be avoided? And like I said, you have just had this experience too. And I've had the exact same one almost. I know. And just like what... Right, so I just WTF, want WTF, dude. Exactly. WTF. Totally, and I and I'm grateful that you show you um, illustrated that because it just does go to show for all the women listeners out there. Yeah. It's not just the women; it is definitely the it's men. Both. Everybody's right? doing it. Everybody's doing it. Like we, I feel our need on this podcast, <laughs> right? Yeah. Aaron does another podcast. Okay, I talked him into this goofy. I shit, love it. I and love it. he actually has a responsible one with tons of knowledgeable information about yeah. relationships and no, fancy, great. you know, fancy people. But I'm just wanting to get to the bottom of issues, yes. like legitimate <laughs> bottom of issues, um, with my spunky personality. So I literally want to know. What is actually happening? We never asked to be put in these positions. Could we avoid it? Yes. We just tell everyone no. Mm. Nope. Can I have your phone number? Nope. Nope. Do you want to go? Nope. (laughs) Right? So (laughs) talk to the hand, Hand right? (laughs) We can absolutely avoid all of this. I wouldn't call it heartbreak because I'm not heartbroken, but just chaos and confusion that takes totally. you off your life's track right like nonsense just ancillary nonsense yeah. is what i consider it right yeah. um how is this avoided that's a very good question romy you don't want to say anything do you know it i do i do feel like i know it because i i think i think that we talked well no i i i think that we will never know 100 percent so when you talk about going on a date with someone and then realizing that this is not where you need to be and being able to call it where it's at, we only know as far as our feet will carry us. And so what, like what capacity or what self-love do we have in terms of like our endurance that way? I don't know if I'm going to call it endurance. That's bad. Not bad, but like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so all I'm trying you to say is endurance in dating. Yeah, it's just can. a different kind. It is a different kind. Okay. What I'm trying to say is, is that I believe that you attracted that dude because of where you were at. You attracted the no. What you were it, saying does. it does. With and the other lady. It does. It all does. I believe if we are truly honest with ourselves and living 100% with self-love, that we will attract what we, we're always attracting what we need, whether it's what we want and what we need are the same. That depends on if we're honoring ourselves. That is, to me, that is the truth. 
And so the more that we can honor ourselves, the more that we, our needs and wants will be in unison. And we will actually attract those that will commit. We will be that person that will commit and we'll all live happily ever after. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but that's, that's the idea. And it's never 100%. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, you may have a dude that says, yeah, let's go on a date. Give me your number. And then he says, oh, man, I don't know if I'm ready. Well, that's as far as his feet could carry him. That sucks for you. But on the other side, it never would have happened, in my opinion, if you were honoring whatever was needed on your end. And it could have been completely different. It, and that's one thing I want the listeners to understand. Bullets here. Yes, you dodge bullets, but also like you could have attracted that lesson so you know better how to honor yourself. And here's the other thing to understand is that it is not just about dating and honoring yourself in regards to dating. You may be at work and you may be not completely honest in your job. You may not be like showing up in the ways with your friends. When you do, like if it's all of these things, right? It, so when you are able to show up in those ways, as well as in dating, that's when everything starts to align. That's when every, the magic starts to happen. So don't just look at yourself and saying like, ah, I am a hundred percent in this dating scene. I've done everything what I'm supposed to do, but you actually suck in these other areas. We can't turn a blind eye to it. It is all encompassing. It's called life. It's not just called dating. That's very fair. That's very fair, right? Show up for people. I love the fact that you just call it out though. Like, because if I was to be honest, as I usually am, um, <laughs> the guy that did ask me out, we had great chemistry. He's very attractive, right? That would have never been a problem. Um, but there were some other things going on. Um, he's very young, right? He's at yeah, a certain age, yeah. very young. And I didn't discriminate on that, so to speak, but uh, might not have been the best situation in the long run. Both of us are in different places and yeah. wanting different things. Um, and just some other things that he had that he was dealing with. So what would I have wanted from him? And let's just, let's just be honest with the viewers here, <laughs> right? We got a, we had a nice looking guy with a nice body, right? Right. And we have major chemistry, uh, communication, but it, you can feel that you can feel that. Right. Yeah. And it was just impossible to like get away from each other, like. And all we've done is communicate. Yeah. No touching, nothing, right? Just talking. Um, what do you think would have happened? So you go on a date. We're just friends, right? Yeah, we're just friends. <laughs> Let's keep telling ourselves that, shall we? Even though we have chemistry to spare. Yeah. Let's just keep telling ourselves. We're just going to be friends, Aaron, on this karaoke date. Yes, we are. <laughs> and then let's get some margaritas, shall we? But we're still just friends, yeah. right? Everybody knows what happens with alcohol. Um, so what would happen? So I attract this dude that I feel like, yeah, probably we wouldn't have a future, mm. you know, just because of, like I said, other things that are happening with him. Um, but great to look at great chemistry, great mm -hmm. conversation. So then what? So then we just have another one down, <laughs> yeah. so to speak. Uh, it didn't really get me anywhere into my future yeah. of a relationship that I want. Yep. Um, a healthy, loving, you know, 
in my age now, I'm not old, not yeah, at all. Right. But in my age, like I seek companionship long term, sure. sure. not flings. Yeah. I had a time for that. Right. What a great time that was too. Mm-hmm. But every time has its purpose. Sure. And right now at 40, I am, you know, I'm, like I said, seeking uh, a partner, a partner yeah. in my life. Right. So none of the other, none of the other bullshit that doesn't yeah. matter. Exactly. So why didn't it work? Why did he back out? Because the, your wish is my command, <laughs> right? And That's the right. universe knew I'm thinking in my mind with my five to 10 minutes of meditation that I was doing, what am I going to do with this guy? Yeah. And you know exactly what I was going to do with this guy because we couldn't probably keep our hands off of each other once we started. Right. And so then what? We've got another one down and still not any closer. If anything, we might be a little further behind now because mm-hmm. now we have to uh, deal with that mess and clean it up. Right. And so, yeah. Yeah. What, what are we actually purposefully putting out there? Um, and this goes back to the being lonely yeah. and being alone because I deal with this. I can't speak for Aaron, but I deal with this sometimes. If my schedule, you know, work is done, all the other bullshit's done. And your free time schedule isn't filled. Friends are out of town. Nobody's invited you to do anything. I don't have any children. I live alone, mm-hmm. right? I have two dogs that nap all the time because they're bulldogs and they're chunky. Um, <laughs> so I spend a lot of time alone. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to go out on a Friday night or a Saturday night and go somewhere, like get dressed up and go, yeah. right? And so that's, I think, very important to mention. You start slumming, and not that these men or women that we're talking about today are, you know, it, are put in that category, but you start just picking whoever just to fill this time slot. Yeah. It's not somebody that you would actually pick if your 10 was a 10. Yep. It's just filling a time slot with somebody. Yeah. And that can actually be quite hurtful to another person. Yeah. Because maybe they like you a lot. Maybe they're more interested than you, right? Right. And and I'll just share this really fast yeah. too. And so like if you were on the end where you have those options, you have people that are inviting you to things mm-hmm. and you could fill your space with that. Remember, even if it's going to be fun and even if you can justify how it would be okay for them, you can like they invited you. So it's not on you for them, you know, like right. whatever you are only hurting yourself if your intentions are not clear. Th- this is the one of the biggest lessons from you today. You mean with a relation, like with a guy? Well, that's the thing. It's like if you, okay. I'm talking about friends. Like if people are inviting me to go oh. do stuff with friends, right? Like barbecues yeah. and different yeah. things. Then you're not making bad choices. No. You're hanging out with friends that are loving yes. you, having great memories, totally. right? We went dancing the other day and it mm-hmm. was so fun with some friends. And it's just like, right? Yeah. We're doing all those things. Um, and that did not require a man no. for me, but it was just a brilliant experience. Totally. Right. Totally. I didn't miss a guy then. No. So, but that's what I was talking about. Okay. Um, yeah. I love it. So, but I think a lot of people just fill their time starting from the beginning dating mm-hmm. with people that they're time fillers. This is a real thing. And you know this. And that's why that's I was like a cliche about. quote. Yeah. Right. And then they stay, and then the comfort zone sets in, and this person really isn't right for us. We just get comfortable, and all of a sudden, oh, my God, we can't actually break up with them, <laughs> right? 
because now it's comfortable. But see, that's at even a high level. It even it becomes even more toxic than that. Like I know so many stories yep. of dudes that like they they get they negotiate, like we talked about earlier. They negotiate to the point where they can get the date with the girl. Right. And then the girl once again wasn't honoring herself because yep. she was just like, oh, it sounds like fun. I don't care about him, but I'm just gonna go because it sounds like fun. And then what happens? The guy gets the impression, even if there's like not that much emotional connection. But he's just like, oh, man, I got this girl. Holy cow. Great. Whatever. And then after the date's over, then he's like he's living on cloud nine or he's in the chasing mode because he's energetically feeling that you weren't there for the right reason anyway. And so he's going to try to claw and try to like make his presence even more known, which we all know what happens at that point. Then he can sometimes get bitter and even, and then, and I've referred to this so many times, it's like the girl's like, oh my gosh, he's such a douchebag. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that he, he's just, right. oh, he, he fits in that category. Well, you gave out the signals. You gave out the signals that you had interest the whole time. And then he comes back knowing that he's now having to play chase because you are retreating. Right. Because you did not have true intentions from the start. Right. And so that's where it is. It's like, you make up your mind of what you really want. If you want a partner, then only date guys that you see as potential partners. And that doesn't mean no. that you project everything into the future. Trust your feelings. And if you can't take a moment, like we talked about, five minutes, to ask the questions and be alone for a minute and see where you're at and what you truly feel, then you have no business being out there dating. So the answer to the question is like, when you should start dating? Know when you have five minutes, check with yourself, and then say what you mean and mean what you say. I think that's a good place to end. And I think we want to end with a question, right? Yeah. I would say uh, for the viewers yeah. to give us five, I think five's good, okay. right? Um, five different ways that you can gauge just uh, one word answers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, that you are healthy enough to date. Five one word answers. Is that fair? Sure. Or they could, I would, I mean, it could be even longer. if it's one, it I would be, love to hear. Yeah, even one's fine. Yeah. Um, but I just want to know, like, basically, just from the viewers, because we all want to honor ourselves in dating and in life, mm -hmm. right? So I just want to know from the viewers, because I want to see the different. You mean listeners, right? The listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to see the different opinions of what people think makes them healthy enough to know I'm ready to date. Yeah. And maybe we will discover a lot by what we see. Yeah. In, exactly. In on the social media. Right, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna give a precursor. I think a little bit deep about this, right? Yeah. Cause it's not about checking a box. And Bingo. I'll end it with that. Right. Bingo. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Good luck. Thanks. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to The Romy and Aaron Show. Make sure and follow us on Spotify or Apple to get the latest episodes. You can also follow me on Facebook at Romy Estes Meston. And you can follow me on Instagram at Aaron Says. So until the next episode, be kind and use your wise mind. And, and save, save a horse, horse ride, ride a unicorn. unicorn.